So no one told you life was gonna be this way Your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA It's like you're always stuck in second gear Well it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year But I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour I'll be there for you like I've been there before And I'll be there for you cause you're there for me me too. Hi, this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, and today is Thursday, Mar- Thursday, March 19th, 2020, and in, this new- and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how many relationships and friends, friends slash relationships, you can have in your life that is real and not fake. Um, I grew up on Abbey Way in Judson Meadows, and one of the neighborhood kids' names on my street was Sean Williams. Now, I don't know where he is or where his family is anymore. After they had moved, we did not stay in contact. Uh, back when I grew up, I would go to his house at times. Because, uh, well, he had a, the, the video game console known as the Sega Genesis. My last memory of Sean Williams on the street is that around 97, because the movie came out in 97, he had a birthday party where the birthday party was to go see the new 1997 movie, The Fifth Element. I now have no idea where he is or if he's still alive or what he's doing. And um, I also had a neighborhood kid I grew up with named... Uh, Kevin, who is uh, who is also doing well for himself. Um, I had one of my first quote unquote friends I met in the early nineties, uh, who would cheat on me, cheat on my cheat on my stuff with Hebrew school, which would not help him out. And uh, he complains about not being able to find a girl, but anytime I try to help him find a girl, he won't meet up with me and have me try to find a girl that would want to be with him. So. I can offer the help, but you you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make the water drink. So I really like to help him out to find a girl girlfriend. And I uh, um, and then another guy friend I met in 2005 at um, one of the synagogues, and uh, he's really cool, and we we talk about stuff, and he's you know we talk about some stuff, about, and I have other guy friends I talk about with stuff too, and then I had a I have a two platonic female friends, but I'm going to get into the opposite genders in a sec. Um, uh, it's difficult to find and keep, find, find and keep relationships slash friends in this world, especially like 21st century onwards now, because think people think they're having friends from online, the internet, but really that's not real friendship. Real friendship is when you meet up with someone in person. So... I know who my real friends are when I meet up with them in person, because uh, online doesn't really m- mean much. So let's get over to the count of what the soci- uh, anthropologist, sociologist said about the actual amount of friends that people can really do. First of all, a lot of people on Facebook have over 150 friends. That is, first off, not real. It's very fake. You can only have up to 150 relationships at one given time. Let's get into statistics and uh, research about it. 
You can have a 14%, 14% have one to two close, one to two close friends, 39% have three to five close friends, 18% have six to nine close friends, and 27% have 10 or more friends. According to anthropologist Robin Dunbar, and we're going to get back to that person's name on some other pages, human brains have a limit on how many meaningful relationships they can keep track of. Dunbar says most people can have up to five intimate bonds of spouses, best friends, and so on, 15 close friends, people you trust and spend time with regularly, 50 cat 50 friends, people you would invite to a personal event like a wedding or a dinner, and 150 casual friends, 150 casual friends, people you would invite to, to a big party. A recent survey seems to support Dunbar's theory. Researchers found that the average Facebook user has 155 friends on the platform, way too many, only considers 43 contacts to be genuine friends, and would only trust four of their Facebook friends in a crisis. Okay, that's the first page. Next. Now, there's no question, Dunbar agrees, that networks like Facebook are changing the nature of human interaction. When Facebook does, what Facebook does and why it's been so popular, so successful in so many ways is it allows you to keep track of people who you would otherwise effectively dis, uh, who would otherwise effect, effectively disappear. He said, oh, okay, so that's a he. Um, but one of the things that keeps face-to-face friendships strong is the nature of shared experience. You laugh together, you dance together, you gape at the hot dog eaters on Coney Island together. We do have a social media equivalent, sharing, like knowing that all of your friends have looked have looked at the same ca- uh, cat video on YouTube as you did, but it lacks the synchrosity of a shared experience. It's like a comedy that you watch by yourself. You won't laugh as loudly or as often, even if you're fully aware that all your friends think it's hysterical. We've seen the same movie, but we can't bond over in the same way. With social media, we can easily keep up with the lives and interests of far more than 150 people. But without investing in that face-to-face time, we lack the deeper connections to them, and the time we invest in superficial relationships comes at the expense of more profound ones. We may widen our network to two, three, or four hundred people that we see as friends, not just acquaintances, but keeping up an actual friendship requires resources. The amount of social capital you have is pretty fixed, Dunbar says. It involves time investment. If you garner connections with more people, you end up distributing your fixed amount of social capital more thinly so the average capital per person is lower. If we're busy putting in the effort, however minimal, to like and comment and interact with an ever-widening network, we have less time and capacity left for our closer groups. Traditionally, it's a 60-40 split of attention. We spend 60% of our time with our core groups of 50 15 and 5 and 40 with larger spheres. Social networks may be growing our base and in the process reversing that balance. On an even deeper level, there may be a sociological aspect of friendship that virtual connections can never replace. That wouldn't surprise Dunbar, who discovered his number when he was studying the social bonding that occurs 
among primates through grooming. Over the past few years, Dunbar and his colleagues have been together at have been looking at the importance of touch in sparking the source of neurological and sociological responses that in turn lead to bonding and friendship. We underestimate how important touch is in the social world, he said. With a light brush on the shoulder, a pat, or a squeeze of the arm or hand, we can communicate a deeper bond than through speaking alone. Words are easy, but the way someone touches you, even casually, tells you more about what they're thinking of you. And here we go now to the part about Dunbar's number, okay? Dunbar's number is suggest is a suggested cognitive limit to the number of people with whom one can maintain social relationships. Relationships in which an individual knows who, who, who knows who, who knows who knows each person, who each person is, and how each person relates to every other person. This number was first proposed in the 1990s by British anthropologist Robin Dunbar, who found a correlation between primate brain size and average social group size. By using the average human brain size and expolating it from the results of primates, he proposed that humans can comfortably maintain 150 stable relationships. Dunbar explained it, it informally as the number of people who you would not feel embarrassed about joining uninvited for a drink if you happen to bump into them in a bar. Proponents assert that the numbers larger than the, this generally require more restrictive rules, laws, and enforced norms to maintain a stable and cohesive group. It has been proposed to lie between 100 and 250, with a commonly used value of 150. Dunbar's number states that the number of people who knows and keep who, num, the number of people peop, the number of people one knows and keeps social contact with and does not include the number of people known personally with an e-social relationship nor people just generally known for the lack of persistent social relationship a number which might be higher and likely depends on the local local long term long term memory size Dunbar theorized that this limit is a direct function of relative neocortex size and that this is this in turn group sizes the limit imposed by a neurocortical processing capacity capacity is simply on the number of individuals with whom a stable interpersonal relationship can be maintained on the Professorary, P-E-R-I-P-H-E-R-Y, the number also includes past colleagues such as high school, high school friends with whom a person would want to reacquaint himself or herself if they met again. The primologists have noted that due to their highly social nature, primates must maintain personal contact with the other members of their social group usually through social grooming. Such social group function as protective cliques with the physical groups in which the primates live. The number of the social group members a primate can track appears to be limited by the volume of the neocortex. This suggests that there is a specific species-specific index of the social group computative from the species' mean neurocortical volume. In 1992, Dunbar used the correlation observed for non-human primates in, to predict a social 
Group size for humans. Uh, blah, 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 regression. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's a 38 primate genera. Uh, let's skip all this. Okay, next part of the paragraphs there. Okay. Uh, Dunbar compared the prediction with observable group sizes for humans, beginning with the assumption that the current size of a human neocortex is developed about 250,000 years ago during the P-L-E-I-S-T-O-C-E-N-E. Dunbar searched that the anthropologist Anthropological and ethnographical literature for census like group size of America. Yes, got all these sizes here. Go on to the next page. Okay, here we go. Dunbar has argued that 150 would be the mean group size only for communities with a very high incentive to remain together. For a group to be this size, to re- for a group of this size to remain cohesive. Dunbar speculated that as much as 42% of the group's time would have been devoted to social grooming. Conspiringly, only groups have under intense survival pressure, such as substantial villages, nomadic tribes, and hysterical military groupings on have, on, have on average achieved the 150 mark. Um, during a, a Dunbar and grouping Gossam and evolution of language proposes furthermore that language may have risen as a cheap means of social grooming allowing early humans to maintain social cohesion effectively. Without language Dunbar speculates humans would only would have to expand nearly half the time on social grooming which would have to have made productive cooperative effort nearly impossible. Language may have also allowed societies to remain cohesive while reducing the need for physical and social intimacy. This result is confirmed by the mathematical formation formulation of the social brain hypothesis that showed that it's unlikely that an increased brain size would have led the large groups without the kind of complex communication that only language allows. Um, again, uh, through a context reported from the highest level of job success, um, it supported Dunbar's number of about 150. There are discussions in articles and books of the most possible application of using Dunbar's number for ad- analyzing this distributed dynamic d- dynamic terrorist networks, cybercrime networks, or networks preaching criminal ideology. So basically, long story short from all that, people can really only contain about 150 relationships at one time and really only have about two to six two to six really close friends only about two to six real close friends and fun 150 of more than that and again anybody that has more than 150 friends on Facebook or especially over a thousand who are you trying to kid you don't really know all those people all right now now I'm gonna get into the whole gender thing all right it is my personal belief after listening and watching and studying things over my 34 years of life that men and women cannot be friends. Men and women cannot be just friends with each other. And you can talk to me in person why I, why I think that if you really want to know. Um, it... But again, over 150 friends is not over 150 friends is not real or authentic. Okay, now I want to talk a little bit now about a poem I first heard about. Um, I want to say somewhere 10 to 15 years ago, and it was interestingly actually let me known about of this poem type title by someone who had 
uh, who had cut me out of their life that they no longer have anything to do with me. But while we still had stuff to do with each other, had let me know about this poem, which I will now read. But before I read it, I just want to see what this post page says about the whole 150 circle thing again. Either brain size 150. Okay, so basically the second paragraph here says, oh, okay, a professor, uh, um, a professor of evolutionary psychology says human beings cannot maintain more than 150 friendships or five close friendships. Okay, the five close friendships or 150 at any given time, and claims that it it has been proven using phone call data set in his new in his new study. He came out, uh, Robin Dunbar came up with the theory of Dunbar's numbers in the early 1990s. The idea that humans cannot have more than 150 friends due to the limitations of brain size, attention span, and the amount of time to nurture close friendships. Alright, so I went over calls in that whole thing. The social brain hypothesis predicts that the humans can have an average of about 150 relationships at any given time. Within this 150, there are layers of friends of an ego, where the number of friends in a a layer increases and emotional closeness decreases. In an era of social media, therefore, more friends and followers does not translate to close real-world bonds, according to Dunbar. Regardless of the number of friends and acquaintances, Dunbar says the study proves that layers of contact and closeness still exist. And now for the f- poem that someone told me about who has since no- I am no longer in their life because they didn't want me to be. Here is the poem. It's called Reason, Season, or Lifetime. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out when you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do for each person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it is usually to meet a need you have expressed. They have come to assist you through a difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They may seem like a a godsend, and they are. They are there for the reason you need them to be. Then, without any wrongdoing on your part, or at an inconvenient time, This person will say or do something to bring their relationship to an end. Sometimes they die, sometimes they walk away, sometimes they act up and force you to take a stand. What we must realize is that our need has been met, our desire fulfilled, their work is done. The prayer you sent up has been answered and now it is time to move on. Some people come into your life for a season because your turn has come to share, grow, or learn. They bring you an experience of peace or make you laugh. They may teach you something you have never done. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy. Believe it, it is real, but it is only for a season. Lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons, things you must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and and put what you have learned to use in all other relationships and areas of your life. It is said that love is blind, but friendship is clairvoyant. Thank you for being a part of my life, whether you are a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So that was a little bit of my uh, thoughts, opinions, 
and the research and data about how people's fr- friendships and re- friendships and relationships with the 150 mark and not over 150. So you can have about five or six close friends, two to six close friends if you're lucky. Some times people feel like, and I felt like, that you've had zero friends. And the number of people you can actually keep up with realistically can only be about 150 and not over 150. Let me just make sure I didn't miss anything in all my notes. Like I said, over 150 isn't real or genuine. In my personal opinion, men and women cannot be friends. They cannot be just friends. I mentioned the poem that the person told me about a while back. Told about the data, about the whole Dunbar stuff, and about people I grew up with and who I was friends with after leaving that neighborhood in more recent times. Okay. I now just want to let you guys know, if you like the content I put out, please help support me keeping this going and maybe making a movie one day by going to become a Patreon for my Patreon members. I have moved my $5 per month to the first part of tiers, I made my $5 a month to be a Patreon for $3 per month, or my $10 per month to go to 8 So for $3 or $8, I would really support becoming a matri- becoming a patron-, patron of Millennial Man Motion Entertainment, LLC. You'll be an active partic- participant in their creative process. When becoming a member, you can help decide what future episodes I do and fill out the polls that are in my Patreon. And so if you'd like to help me out and support me in my future endeavors, please find me at patreon.com slash LLC. Again, my Patreon is patreon.com slash LLC. Next, if you want to make the suggestions or requests for things to go on with the future of my work, you can go on to facebook.com slash Millennial Man Motions is the life of the party and go to the send a, message fe- send a message feature to send me a message of your requests or suggestions for the future things that come out. Facebook.com slash Millennial Man Motions is the life of the party. Send a message. This is my official Facebook business page. If you're in the arts and entertainment, if it says arts and entertainment and has a forest cover shot, you are in the right place. Or you can also email me at millennialmanmotions at gmail, but nobody does email anymore. So I most likely would have you got, have contacted me by the Facebook business send a message feature most likely. I think that I think that covers everything for now in this episode about this topic. So I will just conclude by saying everybody dance and have a good time. That's right. I say again, please, always, everybody dance and have a good time. Life is good. Okay. And that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC, signing out for now, till the next one.